Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today, I'm going to talk about being contradictory to God's word. How do I know if I'm canceling out God's word? Well, we know that the culture is complete opposite of God's word, such as their stands on gender. It's in contradiction on immorality, their view on what the family should look like. And their goal is, even in the news media, in the feeds, is to counsel out hope. So this morning, what I'm hoping to do is give you an example of what God says and what we're supposed to do as men and women of God. People reject the Bible because it's in contradiction of what the things that they want to do. You've heard the saying when we were growing up, the Lord knows your heart. Well, yeah, that's true. The Lord knows our heart, but does that mean that he's going to counsel out his standard because he knows your heart? The Lord knew Moses' heart, but Moses didn't go to the promised land. The, no, the Lord knew David's heart, but the Lord, David still had consequences for his sin with Bathsheba. So we got to be careful when it comes to nullifying the truth of what God says. We need to make sure that we say and do what God says. If, if you knew that your child robbed a bank, would you allow him or her to stand in your house with the money? Let me pause it for a second. If I have to pause or question whether or not that's right or wrong, then that means that I've been influenced by the culture. Would I knowingly allow my daughter or son to, to go into prostitution under my roof or to sell their bodies? If I justify it and allow it, knowing that they're not married, knowing that they're buying and, and um, even though that they're buying me something or they're giving me gifts, does that justify God's standard? I, can, I, can I go into it? Because I, I just want to feel the need to, to, to go ahead and, and pray as we talk about the con, uh, contradiction of God's word. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for giving us your word. As we get right into devotion, we're, we're devoted to you. We don't want to be devoted to the world, but we want to be devoted to you, Jesus. We want to be in alignment with what you say, Lord. We want you to lead us, Holy Spirit, even if it's contrary to our flesh. So teach us how to walk 
your standard. Clean our hearts, our minds, and our soul. Allow us to rightly divide the word of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, can we put some scripture on it? Scripture is always good because... You see, the scripture stands alone and nobody can justify what the word of God says because Jesus said it like this. He says, hey, my, he says something about discipleship and, and I, I'm just going to read it like this in John chapter 8 um, in, in verse, I'm going to start here, guys, at, at, at verse 31. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples. If you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. In the Amplified verses, what Jesus was saying. So Jesus was saying to those who believed in him, if you abide in my word, if you continually have fellowship with me, obey my teachings and live in, in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples and you would know the truth. In other words, the, the, the truth about what salvation and sanctification is all about. Sanctification is the process of being changed. So we know that we sin. Every day, everybody's sin, but we don't make it a habit. Sanctification, I take it, it's just like taking your clothes to the washing machine. Then we take our clothes and we put the, the bleach of the word and those things cleanse us and wash us. And it makes us as just as if it was dirty no more. And that's what it is. And that's the truth that sets us free from the penalty of sin, so there's no condemnation. There is a tragedy because Jesus states by hanging with him, the tragedy that people miss is, excuse me, is what people mistakenly misunderstand is they think that we can just go to church but not hang out with him. What Jesus wants us to do is hang out consistently with him during the week, during the day. I want to challenge you during this week as we go more into the word. Read Nehemiah. Nehemiah had to do some things and, and as he had to rebuild something that was torn down. You may have to rebuild different historical, traditional family things that hurt, had occurred down the line and in order to take a standards and making it aligned to the truth of what God say about things. Oh, the, the honey, the Lord knows your heart. Does that mean that it's just because the Lord knows your heart that he'll, he should, he okay for what you commit in adultery? Oh, the Lord knows your heart. Oh, okay. So that means that the Lord is okay with you fornicating? No. We use the standard of the truth of what God says and what Jesus says is, if you're truly my disciples, you're hanging out with me. So when you're hanging out with me, you're abiding in me. That desire to do that, you wouldn't even desire anymore. 
can we put certain things what the Lord says? And we're going to find this, this scripture in Romans chapter 1, what the Lord says that we're, we're not without, we're without excuses because, see, the word of God says it like this in Romans 1 and 8. For God does not overlook sin. You hear that? There's a consequences for us not, for us living, living a life where we're counseling out his truth to benefit us. He said, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who in their wickedness suppress. Hear that? That means we're holding it down and we stifle the truth, which means that we can't grow because we're too familiar with it and we allow it to happen. I've seen something to do to um, today, and I don't know if it's true, but I thought I'd seen or heard something where it says the the Catholic priests are okay and they're going to okay um, same-sex same marriages. They're going to bless them. 